Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air, especially today. The day is a jazz day for us. Uh, uh, 60 years ago, a lot of things was happening uh, in America. Uh, and I want to give out our, uh, our, 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 our email number. I mean, so you can email and, and website. It's www.mothers, uh, 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 S-O-Mothers, for policeaccountability.org. And uh, so anyway, check us out. And almost, this is our 33rd year coming up here. So, hey, we're not 60, but <laughs> oh, 33rd. Let's bring up Mr. Rye. He's had a ball this weekend. He's been dancing in the streets and walking 100 miles. He walked 100 miles for freedom yesterday. Uh, uh, so <laughs> 100 miles for freedom. I walked all the way to Alabama. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Reverend Harry. No, that was one of the shortest marches I've ever been involved with, but the symbolism of marching, uh, uh, emulating what happened uh, 60 years ago today, when uh, some people say over 250,000 people gathered uh, in Washington, D.C. at the Lincoln um, Memorial, uh, Lincoln Monument, uh, and where Dr. King gave his I Have a Dream speech. Yes. And also, uh, you know, John Lewis, several other people were speakers. I think Dorothy Hyde was one of the speakers. Uh, but the significance is, is that in 1964, we got our, the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Uh, black folks didn't have civil rights until they passed that law. And then in 1965, we had the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And as everybody knows, our civil rights and our voting rights are under attack right now. Uh, led by some auspicious characters like uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and, yes. uh, Arthur, <laughs> and the father of affirmative action, Dr. Arthur Allen Fletcher, gave him that name uh, after he uh, he said, I allowed President H George H.W. H. Uh, uh, first 41 to talk me into supporting Clarence Thomas. And he said he is antithetical to everything that got yes, him to where he is. He got his college scholarship, uh, but, you know, he's been a taker all of his life and <laughs> he still is taken right now. Uh, he and his wife are in uh, this uh, partnership with the right wing. Uh, she's being paid by people, uh, billionaires who have interest before the Supreme Court. Uh, every other week, there's something new about uh, Clarence Thomas, uh, $267,000 RV, some additional trips he took. Uh, I, I mean, he, it must be over $10 million now, but there's no code of ethics for Supreme Court justices and just us, them been taking the money and without uh, any fear uh, of any repercussions. Uh, right. It's uh, unfortunate. And then they sit around and, and lean so far to the right, they've fallen off the bench. Well, that's just it. They've fallen off the bench and history will record them. The Roberts, the Roberts Court, it's been the most corrupt court uh, uh, probably in history and uh, this modern time. I mean, it's probably been some in, uh, you know, in the early 1900s that we don't know about, but uh, because we don't have that stretch of history, but um, corruption, uh, you know, well, one thing we just have to tell the truth, they could talk about the Democrats and talk about the deep state and all this other stuff. And, you know, and always have all this false stuff going, but corruption follows the Republicans. I mean, uh, for the day, you know, when, when they run up to debt and give all their friends uh, 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 all these contracts and they sell the, uh, uh, what gold-plated uh, uh, knobs, uh, uh, water, water fountain, uh, water knobs uh, uh, for the bathroom, 
uh, uh, faucets uh, uh, to, to the, back to the government for thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, so the corruption is really on their end. Uh, well, you uh, know, uh, and then the rich money, and there's a lot of money. A lot of these corporations that people buy from every day. I mean, Chick Fil A. I mean, the 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 the, uh, the pillow guy, uh, and all of them. I mean, even the people that we think that helping us, they still hedge their bet and give to the other side, and that's why they have so much money. I mean, because they are corrupt in money, and the Koch brothers. And every time you buy paper products in America, you are supporting the Koch brothers. I mean, uh, and these are the people who funded the Republican Party. Now they're trying to go over there with the Federalists and trying to look at the 14th Amendment, but they created, they created this party of corruption. Oh, there's, there's no question about it. And uh, uh, right now, uh, Donald Trump says, I've done nothing wrong, but 90,780 <laughs> votes. And uh, it's amazing how this racism is just really uh, coming to the surface. Oh yeah, but that's you all know, it was with, about. Uh, mm -hmm. With with the, with the elections and stuff, and the stuff you see in Florida, you know, this twenty one year old guy went and killed three people, uh, and he had all kind of white supremacist ties. Yeah, but and, he was uh, raised, but he was raised in freedom. I mean, you know, I mean, so why does he hate us so much? Okay, and the governor showed up at Jacksonville the other day. He got booed, and one of the elected officials told the people to stop booing him. He's directly responsible for this stuff going on in Florida. I mean, exactly. and black people need to stand up. I mean, I know they got some good jobs down there in Florida. They're afraid. They they afraid Master gonna take the jobs away because that's what happens, you know, uh, in slavery. Master go give you a little piece of something and take it back. But uh, until we wake up to know that our good does not come from white people, I will be free. Yeah. The day well, we recognize that, but, but I mean, as long as we think it comes from them, we were gonna always be in bondage. And and even Marcus Garvey told us that. So yeah. 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 So, um, I noticed that some of the people are canceling uh, their conventions in uh, in Florida because of uh, the antics of uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, but uh, getting back to the day, today is the actual day, August 28th. And this yes. day, August 28th, was selected because by A. Philip Randolph, that was the day that Emma Till was murdered. And that's why he yes. selected August 28th. That's right. The day in Seattle in Martin Luther King Jr. County, we did have a march. I let everybody know that I, that was invited that uh, we did not have a permit for the march, but uh, we had to march because it was uh, mandated. We also know that had it not been for redlining and uh, 25 years of no affirmative action, there have been a lot more Black people because they live right in the community. But right. now Seattle is 7% African-American. Okay, so that's right. why things look Go like ahead. they look. And it's been 50 years uh, since we dropped that redlining report on how Seattle was, uh, the central area was redlined. And then everything they predicted 50 years ago have come to fruition. Uh, then the other thing is that when you have economic inequality, 25 years of no affirmative action, uh, a lot of uh, family-owned businesses go out of business because there are no opportunities. And uh, in 2021, uh, African-American-owned businesses did 0.18% with state business, not, not two-tenths of 1%. And uh, uh, Governor Jay Inslee signed an executive order in January of 2022. But at the end of 2022, African-American businesses did 0.22% of the state's business. So as long as we have no economic participation, uh, we will not own our piece of the rock. 
And it's really unfortunate that the people who have labored so hard and so long, and as my daughter say, built this joint for free, uh, now are um, still the most despised people uh, in this country. And uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Ken Gatz and G.Y.M. Jordan, Jim Jordan, and those kind of folks are pushing on uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy to start an uh, impeachment inquiry on uh, Joe, uh, Joe Biden about something that his son allegedly did. Yeah, but, but, that, but that's look not, at, but his, but his look son at, didn't get elected for president. Okay, when you look so, at uh, the, the rap sheet of uh, Donald Trump and his cohorts, I mean, uh, that's why she was able to, 19 uh, 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 co-conspirators on a RICO scheme. And the thing I like about it is that the black guy, Wayne uh, 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 Harrison Floyd, is still in jail. Yeah, he is because he yeah, had the leader of the black. He, he could he could make he could make bond. He couldn't get a you know he didn't have no money. Uh, well, you would uh, say that the, the the leader of Black Voices for Trump. Well, uh, I mean, but Trump, Trump is know, bought, he's building everybody else out of jail. But well, I just, hey, you know what? But you know, at the end of the right. day, at the end of the day, you know, anybody who collaborate with people who are harming your race of people. Now we got we got away from being a race because we fall into being uh, African Americans, which means you're individual. But we that cohesive group that that uh, Thurgood Marshall went to the went to the Thurgood went to the Supreme Court with. When you give up being connected to that, and you're an individual, you over there with these other people who don't care anything about you. But also on top of all of this, the Michigan a state uh, attorney general there has uh, formally charged all of those people for felons with felons today. I mean, so 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 now she's the this. This lady, I mean, Michigan is following um, uh, Fulton County. Okay, well that's uh, good. Uh, and there's 16 people in uh, uh, in uh, Michigan being charged today, all felonies with for, fake uh, trying, right? to, trying to just uh, trying to overturn mm -hmm. uh, and to uh, you know, I mean, all that's against the Constitution. So that's I mean, all these people right. willfully, I mean, they knew what they were doing, and uh, she says in the charging paper, they absolutely knew. What they were doing was a violation of the law and the constitution. Mm -hmm. I mean, so <laughs> these women are being hard. <laughs> yeah, they've been getting they've been they've been getting a lot of death threats too, like uh, like uh, D.A. Uh, Fannie Willis. But I want to say that today, uh, August twenty eighth, uh, at uh, five fifteen, there will be a food served at the Northwest African American Museum. Then there'll be a panel discussion. Yeah, I'll be there. We, Go ahead. We understand now, that, that uh, Mayor Bruce Harrell will be there. I just spoke with uh, uh, Seattle Port Commissioner Fred Feldman. He said he would come through. Uh, yes. Representative Sharon Tomiko Santos will be there. Yeah. And I know that Representative David Hackney was invited. I don't know if he's going to be there. Uh, uh, Court Commissioner uh, Toshiko Hasegawa was out of town, and uh, 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 Commissioner uh Hamdi Muhammad had other uh so you know it was getting folks together but uh I'll be there it's a chance to talk to <laughs> folks about how can we make changes six that's right years how we after, make changes that's right six you know, years afterwards six years afterwards and the and crowd was smaller this year you know it's a, the crowd in Washington DC was not as large as it was with people who protest against a, a George Floyd uh, in 2020 I mean so so you had some people showed up they say thousands showed up I mean, tens of thousands, but uh, not in the numbers that they did even two years, three years ago at the 2020. I mean, so I'm, so there's really work to be done in America. 
I mean, because if people don't understand history and connecting the dots and everything you got, you go in these jobs. I mean, you didn't get these jobs by just uh, showing up every now and then. You got these jobs because people never went home. They never went home. Okay, well, uh, so. Well, I also want to give a shout out too to, to the preaching. I know that uh, uh, the Grill, Seattle Grill Project did some filming. I don't know when that'll be available. They recorded everything that went down on Friday night at Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Baptist Church. And I, I got a note from uh, Reverend Dr. Linda Smith, the pastor of uh, oh yes of Martin Luther King. And she wasn't feeling too well yesterday. So I'm praying that for a good health for her. She's yes. an outstanding leader. And oh yes, very much. And the so. together, a very outstanding leader. So yes. we want to wish her her health to be better, and the Lord to bless her with good health, so she can keep on in the struggle. Right. Yes. Well, she can keep on and uh, and doing this work. But um, I'm jazzed because I graduated 60 years ago. So I just have a lot of excitement about this. Because uh, uh, we have survived the Bay of Pigs. Nobody talks about the Bay of Pigs, and that's another Bay of Pigs going on in Florida right now. But people don't understand it. What's like it? We survived the Bay of Pigs. We all thought we were gonna get we were gonna get nuked. <laughs> so we have another kind of nuke coming at us now. So we have to we have to get that energy again. Uh, and I want to appreciate you and uh, Kale and all the people who put this together, uh, and the uh, the Northwest uh, African American Museum, and all of the help. I mean, it took a lot to put this on, and even the preaching. And you know, I mean, it really was a great effort. And you know, I mean, I can just imagine what it was. Uh, people going to going to Washington, D.C. on those buses uh, 60 years ago, not leaving that one cent in Washington, D.C. <laughs> you know, oh. I mean, it's, it's, it's Reverend something Harry, I, just, I just wanted to clarify one thing. I sent out a copy of uh, the notice about the permit being denied to everyone. So I wanted people to know if they participated in the march, they were doing it against the policies and procedures of the city of Seattle. But I also contacted uh, Chief Adrian Diaz, and uh, also, uh, I gave uh, sent the mayor's office as well as uh, uh, most all the city council members, county council members, county executive, and his staff information about the Zoom meetings we had for a month and a half before the event. And the march was always on the calendar. So I wanted everybody to know that if you participated, you would be in violation of the city's uh, special events recommendation. But right. therefore, it was important for that's right. uh, Gabriel Prawl, President of A. Philip Randolph, Daryl Powell, President of Seattle King County Branch of the NAACP, uh, Reverend Harriet Walden, the clergy, uh, uh, the union, Kevin Allen, uh, with uh, the, the Washington State Federation of Employees. Uh, I mentioned Gabriel Prawl, uh, Seattle Chapter A. Philip Randolph. Uh, it was important that those people uh, lead organizations that uh, were responsible for organizing the march 60 years ago and uh the most important thing is that they did show up and uh they do represent a large number of people and once right. again Kale shannon and bob barnes uh who that's was right bob was there yeah, I saw yeah, yeah bob bob there. was one of the guys that was out there to help us uh yes really the first the committee to change the yes. name of uh of the empire way to martin the king right. and also was one of the co-founders of the seattle uh, the uh, seattle king county was MLK Celebration Committee, but someone took that name and and the money that went with it. Yeah, and we know who did that too. Yes. So, but yeah, anyway, yeah. so but uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get uh, reserve that name again. And we right. also are going to have we've got the Martin Luther King Commemoration Committee. 
uh, I asked Hayward to go ahead and get the Martin Luther King Continuation Committee. And right. we'll be using that because right. we need to that's continue right. That's right. That's continue, you know. And, and really I want to thank to the pastors. Uh, as a matter of fact, Reverend Steve Baber and Dr. Tracy Arell will be the moderators for the panel discussion at 5. We're eating at 5.15. It'll start about 6 o'clock. It'll only go to 7.30, Northwest African American Museum. Okay. And this is the day that uh, 60 years ago got us our, our rights. And if, we <laughs> if we don't stand back up, we will lose them because they're under right. attack right now. That's right. And I just want to give that shout out because when you all was marching, the car, what was behind you was Metro and they kept those cars back in the Metro, the bus, you know, it's like, okay, somebody see what was going on and they said, okay, we're going to, we're just going to be slow. We're slowing it up here. Uh, <laughs> so did that. So, so that, you know, so it was pretty cool. And to see all the people there. And this is jazz to be alive and to build be here in this time. I want to thank you, Mr. Ryan. I look forward to seeing you all a little later on this uh, this afternoon. Hey, we'll be looking, we'll be looking away, Reverend Harry. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, then thank you. So we're gonna take a break right now. We listen to the mothers just show on eleven fifty AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show. In honor of our mother. Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis has moved to Fridays at 11 a.m. Robin is inviting you to call in for your free live on-air readings Fridays at 11 a.m. on Alternative Talk 1150. Please make an appointment to join spiritual healer and premier past life reader Robin Alexis live for your free on-air readings. Listen and call in on Fridays at 11 a.m. for world-renowned spiritual healer Robin Alexis. A free on-air reading with Robin Alexis can change your life. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today. Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150kknw.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150kknw.com. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. And we still have that dream. I'm your host, Reverend Walters. It's my joy to be on there. I'm absolutely jazzed. I was waiting on my next guest, but I don't know what's happening with that. I did everything correct. <laughs> so. Anyway, this is radio, so we just go right on. Uh, and uh, what, uh, what I'm jazzed about today uh, is that um, 
60, uh, 60 years ago, I just finished high school uh, and I was in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, and as I mentioned to Mr. Rye, uh, I think most people forgotten about the, um, forgotten very much about the, um, the Bay of Pigs. I mean, and it was a conflict between the United States and Cuba and Russia. Uh, and that uh, the Cuban, uh, the Russians was going to put missiles in Cuba. Uh, and the United States government said, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Kennedy uh, uh, and, 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 uh, uh, and Congress says not in this hemisphere. Uh, and so uh, Florida was, uh, they had lots of uh, uh, service people that camped out in Florida, Central Florida. Uh, and of course, um, we had to take a crash course called Americanism versus um, communism. <laughs> uh, in order to graduate from, uh, they, they came up with that curriculum very quickly uh, so that we could graduate, we had to take that in order to graduate from college. And, um, and so we did that um, and um, wow. And here we are today, uh, 60 years later, and we have all kinds of conflicts going on in Florida. And uh, he hoped, uh, Dr. King hoped that, uh, uh, that the young girls and young boys and girls from Mississippi and all these places would shake hands and learn how to live in peace and harmony. And that has not really evolved because this weekend, a shooter shot some people there in Jacksonville at, at something like a dollar store uh, in a historical black district because the uh, Edgewater College is there, which is an old, uh, uh, HB, uh, old uh, black college in Jacksonville, probably one of the oldest black colleges uh, uh, in, uh, in Florida. I don't know if it's older than Tallahassee, uh, Fam, you are Daytona Beach, uh, Mathun Cookman, or not? But you have three historically black colleges in Florida, and uh, uh, and so they had ID. I guess they had security on campus, and so uh, he wouldn't produce ID, and so he was not able. The shooter was not able to get on the campus, and so went to the I went to the drugstore, and I said, "What's ironic about this is that this young man was 21, um, and um, what harm?" Uh, has black people done to this individual? Uh, he's only 21 and been on the planet just 21 years. And so, so it just, I, I, it always comes back to me to let me know that hatred uh, is taught. It's handed down from generation to generation. Um, and I was talking to my cousin uh, yesterday uh, and she uh, was, uh, uh, she worked in the, in, the, uh, in the schools there in, in Jacksonville. And she was talking about one young man uh, uh, that uh, was Caucasian boy that, and he had some needs in his house. He had some, you know, needs that they were trying to supply, uh, and uh, food and some other things. And um, uh, and when she, I uh, got all the, the things together for this young man. Uh, his, uh, he said that um, she couldn't deliver it because um, her grandfather didn't like Negroes, <laughs> uh, and uh, he was taught that. Uh, and so, so he uh, was in high school. I don't know what school she worked at. I don't know if she worked with middle school or high school, but her job was to uh, her job was to make sure that students had what they needed. Um, actually, to come to school to be ready to come to school, uh, and, and so this was recent because uh, she just retired about a few years ago, uh, and it's like wow. Um, and so I think what's what's in, in America is deep. It's more deep seated than most people want to recognize. Uh, uh, what's happening and. Uh, how it really is affecting us, uh, uh, very much so affecting us. And, um, and uh, it's like, we have to understand that. And the governor in Florida, with all the rhetoric that was going on, uh, is helped facilitating all of this. All of this is, uh, 
it's it's uh, it, it's facilitating all of this uh, hatred uh, against us and to uh, other people, as if we don't have a right to be here or to be on the planet, uh, you know, or to be here right now. So it's like, okay, what what's going on? And uh, as uh, <laughs> as Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? Uh, and I think what's going on is that um, that we still have this stuff that's going on against us. And I was kind of figuring out yesterday how long we've been in America, how many generations, how many how many uh, generations have we been here? We've been here eighteen and a half generations. If we go back all the way back to the first people who came that was brought from Africa, uh, it would be eighteen generations ago, and uh, a generation is thirty years. And so um, that's a long time. So if you add up, you get you get you get ninety years uh, out of out of one out of one one hundred years. You get ninety years. Uh, uh, and so if you do that, I, I uh, you know time all the years we've been here and add it up, uh, it gets to be a, really a lot. So you look at eighteen generations. So that being that's uh, ninety. Uh, uh, and and uh, in in one one in a one hundred year span, we're uh, gonna get uh, three generations: thirty, thirty, and thirty. Uh, it's ninety plus ten years to add on at the very end of this. When you get through adding it all up, and so why, after eighteen and a half generations, would we still be having people? Going to the grocery store and shooting at us and killing us—that—that's a—that is—is that a mystery? What is that? What is that? Uh, and you have evangelicals who's using the Bible to believe that we don't have a place to be, and they not understanding that that Bible came from the Africans. I mean, if you go all the way back to to the language that the ancient people spoke, Amharic. Uh, um, it was a language that was spoken by the Ethiopians uh, and the Hebrew people, uh, the Coptics uh, uh, there in, uh, in Egypt um, and in uh, Palestine. It's an ancient language. And so the Bible that they have is not the original or, or the ancient Bible because it's not, uh, it has not really been, uh, I, 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 it has not really been distributedly wide in America because Coptics have it. Uh, not not the Greek Orthodox Coptics, but the African Coptics, uh, and and so they they're talking about stuff uh, uh, that they don't even know. But more importantly, how can you take this scripture, the Bible, whatever you wherever it came from, and you say you are a believer in it? How can you take that information and read those scriptures and don't think it applies to all people? That's the misnomer for me. It's like, okay, do you, do you believe that uh, the creator of the universe had favorites? And all, all the different color, beautiful bio, butterflies was made <laughs> and all the birds are not the same, but they're all birds. They're all butterflies. And a lot of, how does a butterfly become a butterfly? Well, we all know that there's a metamorphosis that goes through for a butterfly become, to become a butterfly. And then you got all the bees in the world. And uh, you have, you, you know, so you have all of these insects in the world. And some of them, they're not the same, but they're still insects. 
uh, and to think that some people was created inferior. So that means that what kind of God is that that you believe in? If you believe that some people was created inferior and other people were created superior, well, then that's really, uh, I, you know, so is an oak more superior than, a, than an evergreen tree? You know? I mean, so, so is an apple more superior than a peach? A grapefruit more superior than an orange? You know, so, so you look at these things and then you, you ask these fundamental questions. Well, then um, what's going down? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? I, 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 what is it that is happening? You know? So, um, so but, but I think our job is to keep telling the truth. I think our job is to keep telling the truth and to speak loudly. Uh, the, 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 to speak loudly and, um, and to keep showing up. And uh, people showed up yesterday, like Mr. Wright talked about. Uh, Mr. Wright talked about <laughs> the marching. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, without a permit. Um, and um, of course, I marched by sitting in my car, and that's OK. And I watched them all pass by me. And I, when I went inside the church, uh, before I got into the sanctuary, I told my little green light that I'm, I walked all the way from Alabama. Nobody believed me, of course. but. Um, but it was good to see. But I, you know, I'm concerned that I, even in Washington D.C., I, I, a lot of people didn't show up. I mean, it was not nearly as many people there as it was in 2020 after George Floyd and all the people who took to the streets uh, around the country. Don't they see that all of this is related? I mean, it's like, what do you do? You have to connect the dots, and I love to connect the dots because I'm a historian. I love history. I just love history. And like I say, I'm jazzed to be alive today, 60 years after graduating from Crooms Academy, an all black Negro school uh, that taught me to be proud, to taught me the way that I am. I, I, and uh, we saw pictures of black people every day and sing and lift every voice and sing every day of my life from the time I was two years old up until the time I was 18. That's what gives me the strength today, see. Uh, to be able to stand up with Mr. Rye and all of us who are absolutely no longer teenagers. I, in fact, I have a teenage grandson, he's 17. And then I have a granddaughter that's 13. Uh, uh, and so those are my youngest grandchildren. So um, I see assimilation is, is terrible in a lot of ways because once you assimilate into somebody else's culture, uh, you forget your own culture. And the African people along the way have done this before. I mean, because see, we left Africa over 250,000 years ago, upright and people of the world. And if you don't believe that, the oldest people in India right now has been accommodated, accommodated 40,000 year, 40, years on their Negroids, their Negroes, okay? And that means they left Africa. Uh, it's like Dr. Ab, uh, 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 Dr. Van Surderman said uh, 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 over 250,000 years ago. So what has happened? I think we get we get assimilated and we forget our history. And he who forgets his history is doomed to repeat it. And that's what's happening right now. It's like, okay, let's do this. Let's be diligent. Let's be proud of where we come from. Let's be proud of our ancestors. 
who absolutely paved the way for us. That's when jazz, and I learned jazz because I'm on radio. You know, everybody knows I love radio. I grew up with radio. Do you want to know why I love radio so much? Because we didn't have a television. My grandmother did not believe in television. She didn't want one in her house. So I grew up without a television. Now, that doesn't mean she didn't have no favorite shows. Now, she did like Ed Sullivan and Marsha Dillon, Gunsmoke. So I knew we went across the street to my neighbor's house, who had more than one television. She was a school teacher. So she had a lot. She, she had a lot. So we'd go over there, and she liked those programs. But a television in her house every day, not happening. Uh, and she read the black papers, uh, at Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Courier, Chicago Fender, Jet, and Ebony Magazine. So, uh, so that's why I love radio. I grew up with radio. Radio doesn't take your thinking away. You can still do your homework and listen to radio. You can't do no homework when you're watching television. It doesn't work that way. It consumes your mind. Radio gives you an idea. You can think about things uh, I, I, more broadly if you're listening to radio. So I'll always be a fan of radio. So I, I love it. But uh, also, you know, just thinking about, there wasn't a lot of radio access back in uh, 60 years ago. In the South, you had Randy out of Nashville, Tennessee. It had a thousand watts and you could get it late at night in Sanford, Florida. We could listen to in Seminole County and Goldsboro. We could listen to all the new music in Randy. And you, I mean, it was hard to hear, but we all be crowded around the radio just to hear those black songs and black voices on the radio. So uh, what we have today is not what we had then. And of course, the March on Washington only came on on the evening news. They didn't break in. I mean, it wasn't televised, not in Montgomery, because I I was in Montgomery on uh, August 28th. I, 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 1963, I left Florida and I'd gone to visit and stay with my stepmother uh, uh, in Montgomery. So uh, it only came on once uh, and that was the evening news. Wasn't no replay, wasn't no, it wasn't, you wasn't being brainwashed every, two, every 15 minutes bringing you the, the news that wasn't possible in those days. So you, 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 um, you, you just kept every minute in your mind. I mean, because you see all those black people and you saw Dr. King there. Uh, I, and of course, you know, he was at the Montgomery Church there, uh, uh, there already in, in the Montgomery where I was. And, and so it was really, really wonderful uh, to, um, to be there at that time. And so, yeah, I'm just having a great time. Just like I say, I'm jazz. And I'm glad, I'm glad I'm here for August 28th, uh, 60 years later, after graduating from uh, college, I mean, graduating from high school. And, and uh, all my kids knew all about uh, Martin Luther King because they got history in their own home. I didn't wait for the schools to tell us anything uh, and to educate my children about history, uh, any of those things. So well, I'm going to take a break right now. We're going to listen to some uh, uh, the voice of Dr. King. Uh, uh, so I'll be right back. This is Reverend Walden at 1150 AM KKNW. Thank you. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden 
a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. Then I started thinking about many things. I pulled back on the theology and philosophy that I had just studied in the universities, trying to give philosophical and theological reasons for the existence of the reality. Dr. King, knock at midnight. Listen to the Mother's Justice on 1150 AM KKNW. Make sure you check that out. That's called a knock on midnight. And I, I'm, you know, I'm my own host today. Hey, I'm the host. Uh, I, my guest I didn't show up. So you know what? I love radio. I just really do. And this is good. So I get to talk about not only the March on Washington um, and, I, and my being jazzed to be 60 years out of high school, uh, but also on, I also just give an announcement about that Thursday uh, evening at the uh, at Langston Hughes, uh, the Community Police Commission is having a meeting. Uh, it's having a community meeting. Uh, it's about going forward. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a wonderful meeting. Uh, John T. Williams, uh, uh, Rick Williams is gonna be there. Uh, it's been uh, it's been uh, actually Wednesday's anniversary uh, of the you know of the uh, I, you can't say anniversary, but it marks 13 years since. Um, since I, I, John T. Williams uh, got killed by the Seattle police, uh, by a Seattle policeman, and um, and started uh, our journey for 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 justice, not only for Rick, uh, for uh, John T. Williams, but other people who were shot by the police uh, in Seattle. Uh, and our work led to bringing the uh, the DOJ to town, and uh, Seattle entered into a consent decree, uh, and that consent decree has not been lifted yet. In fact, <laughs> it's been two months since it went to court. And the judge has not uh, made a ruling yet on releasing Seattle from up on the, the consent decree. So um, it's going to be a fabulous meeting uh, for the community. It's going to have lots of good food. And we're inviting the community to come out uh, and be part of this uh, meeting um, and to hear what the Community Police Commission is doing. Uh, we have our annual report there. Uh, and uh, we'll have uh, Native drummers. Uh, and it's pretty much dedicated to the Native American community. Uh, this is their land. It's still their land. It's still the pulse of the people uh, on this land. I don't care if uh, they've been occupied for, for all those years. That, uh, these are people who were born on this land. And so uh, come out to Links and Hughes. I uh, get great food, uh, meet people, uh, and, uh, and and just enjoy uh, uh, this, uh, this, this meeting uh, and, and, and meeting new people. Uh, and also, I guess there's something going on with Washington Middle School at the same time uh, from 5 to 8, they're giving out school supplies for children who go to Washington Middle School. So a lot happening in the world today. I mean, we've got a lot of things that's going on. A lot of good things are happening. And, and I think we have to be jazzed to be alive, even though we are going through something. I, th- I think we have to find our bliss. We have to find our joy along the way. Because what, what people want to do is to take your joy, to make us sorrowful because sorrow tells the cells that you don't want to live. I mean, whenever you're depressed and full of sorrow and despair, your body begins to wind down because life goes forward and onward, onward. And, uh, and what takes you forward is joy and happiness and bliss uh, uh, and kindness and uh, generosity. 
I, and I, I, goodness. All of these are the things that take you forward in life uh, and to make you, it, it, uh, it compels you to pick up your bag and uh, pick up your load and, and keep going uh, and not giving up. I mean, and I think our athletes show us that so well. I mean, they show up, you know, the little tights, they be out there playing little league and, uh, and, and trying to win. And it goes all the way up to sports uh, uh, and the Olympics and all of that. And so life is about never giving up. It's about moving forward. It never goes backwards. You've never seen a clock run backwards. If so, it must have been in a horror movie. Horror movie. <laughs> but it wasn't for real. <laughs> You've never seen that. i never seen that. Again, if you're just tuning in, I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed about the day, 60 years ago, what was happening in America that took oh, two, over 250,000 people showed up, watched the mon monument with, um, with the March on Washington. And just think about that time. It was segregation was a law of the land. I was born in segregation, didn't know nothing else. And so it was no great, it was no public accommodation for black people. Uh, it was no buses. I mean, and so, so you, you know, you couldn't just go out and rent a bus. I mean, uh, like you can, you know, you, you can actually rent a bus today. I mean, they put, lots of people got transportation systems that was not available. There was no public accommodations, not in Washington. As I heard yesterday that some might've been in, uh, in Maryland, uh, uh, but in Washington, DC, I think they might've stayed in people's homes, but they left. And also they had sharpshooters up on the top of those buildings up there that people didn't know about. They were waiting to be able to find out if anybody was going to be trying to start anything. They were, they were prepared. The United States government was prepared that day to kill people. Uh, uh, but um, uh, praise God, uh, if they expected people to just act out or whatever, that didn't happen. I mean, people came with determination. The check was the check that bounced. Uh, it was insufficient funds. Uh, and it's still insufficient funds because we built America. Over 240 years of free labor makes America great. Now, all the other people come, they added on, but they did not build America. The Chinese came in the 1800s and built and finished the railroad from, from the West, connecting it to the Midwest or even on into uh, to Chicago, which is part still not a part of the Midwest, but then. So that's why history is important. We must teach our children history. They must know history before they leave their home. So if the teacher's telling them something that's not true, they know what truth is because truth comes from the parents. And you know, Malcolm was right. He says, only a fool will let your enemy teach your children. And, uh, and this is what happens when people are assimilated. And I said earlier, we have had opportunities. Uh, uh, we people the land. We people every, uh, uh, every uh, a continent. Uh, the late uh, Ronoko Rashidi, uh, uh, an anthropologist, Dr. Ronoko Rashidi, passed away a couple of years ago in, uh, in Egypt, uh, inside a pyramid, actually. <laughs> um, he, just, uh, he was taking, uh, uh, taking a, a tour of people there with him and, uh, to travel there. So we know what our history is. We just don't do a good job of teaching it to our children or teaching it to other people. And that's what we have to do right now. We got to take on Florida. Uh, we got to take on this. Marcus Garvey said, you must clap back. You must clap back. You cannot let propaganda go down in history as a, a history, uh, a lie go down in history as a, uh, and becomes the truth. And that's where we are right now. And that's why this day 
uh, uh, is an important day. It's an important for us to know about it. Uh, and I, I have prayer commitment sheets and passing them out for people who want to make a prayer commitment to children because the children are in trouble. The Maasai people say, how are the children? And the answer should be the children are well. But we say, how are the children in America? No matter what color they are, how are the children in America? And the answer we scream back is that the children are not well. School is starting. The apprehensive. I don't know what it's like to be in a classroom. The fear that somebody's going to come in with a gun. I don't know what that feels like. These children have gone up, have grown up in a generation. Remember, a generation is 10 times 3. And you learn that by the time you're in the third grade. 10 times 3 is what? 30. 30 years is a, day, it's a generation. So the children have grown up 30 years and have not known peace. That's a sad commentary on Americans and Americans adults that we've created a world where children have known no peace. I mean, I knew peace and segregation, folks. I did, I did, I did, I did, I did, because my school was safe. My Sunday school was safe because the superintendent was back there with a gun. I didn't know that when I was growing up. Okay, I grew up at the Allen Chapel Amy Church. Uh, Mr. Wynn was the superintendent. I didn't know he had a gun on it, but he was ready. You know, and I know we had guns in our house. We were ready. My, my people were ready. Wasn't nobody scared up in my country. Wasn't nobody scared uh, uh, in my community, see, uh, at all. And I walked to school. Wasn't no school buses for the Negroes. I had to walk in the rain. We didn't get snow. I'm from Florida now. I can't go. I can't tell that kind of, I can't tell a tale like that. We didn't get no snow. Every now and then you would get a hard freeze and the oranges would freeze. I mean, it would be a hard freeze. And my grandmother said every 100 years, I mean, she had seen some snow, but that was, that was before my time. So anyway, uh, so, but the, the sense of violence in America, and we've always had violence against us now. Don't get it twisted. Okay, they've been lynching us and killing us and frying us and getting rid of our, taking our skins and taking part, body parts home, <laughs> souvenirs for their children. So, you know, I want, I want somebody to do a dissertation about what happened to the children that the parents took them to see the lynching. What happened to their children? It's what, uh, uh, it, 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 it's what, I, it's what I'm interested in. What happened to the children? What happened to the children's children? What happened to the children, the descendants of the parents of the children who went to see lynching and they took body parts home of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of Negroes. And I've said Negro very proudly. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a Negro. So my birth certificate, my, my mother's death certificate. I mean, you belong to a group of people. Being an African-American is that to an individual. You get nothing done as an individual in America. People move in groups in America to be able to move forward. And that's what Dr. King was talking about. You move in a group, you know? That's what it's about. Your group, you have to organize. And Marcus Garvey said, you have to organize for your own self-protection. And I don't think people understand that. It's being organized. Organized, organized, organized. And affirmative action, people stop organizing. They got themselves a good job. Believing that they're good comes from the good job. But what we have to understand that all our good comes from the creator. You know, man might be a channel, but it's not the source. Man is never the source of your good. And if you believe that man who signs your check is the source of your good, 
Well, it's misguided. Dr. King knew the source of his good, but he was trying to shake the, the tree of the people who had thought they had, who was the source of our good. But no, our source of good is, is, the, is the creator. And the day that we recognize that and understand that our freedom doesn't come from any of these people, only God gives freedom. You were born free. Your soul is free. Harriet Tubman decided one day that she knew she was born to be free. We were born free. And the day we recognize that, then the day that we absolutely understand who we are. We are the free people that God has made in the world. I am so happy to be here today on this jazz day, 60 years after the March on Washington, when I was just finishing high school. And I'm so grateful. And I'm gonna to continue to do the work I can for liberation. And I hope you'll join me in that. Let's do this work together. You live and listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM, KKNW. Oh, that's right. Just be jazzed about life. I'll catch you next time. All right, take care. Let's get jazzed about life. Thank you.